just want everyone to know on the record, on the record, that your girl just consumed a delicious, warm, soft, soft pretzel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Sensuous. I was like, (laughs) I want to say soft, but then I realized it's like in the name. What's a name? As the old William said. Well, you know, (laughs) we're all very proud of you. Also, this is like not cool, but like also cool. You had a migraine the other week and like... That was, like, the main thing from, like... Yeah, man, thanks. That was so cool. (laughs) No, but, like, you know... It had nothing to do with this shit. Yeah. Because I would have one every day if it was gluten. So, honestly, did I take a year and a half off gluten... It's just a way to just punish my own self. It was the fitness craze. I would actually (laughs) want to die. No, absolutely not. Um, This is Gluten with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I'm Baby. (laughs) (laughs) He won't stop. <laughs> he's calling everything baby. And honestly... It's true. It's true, and he's baby. Yeah. <laughs> what are we drinking today? This is uh, the old TJ. Yeah, TJ Tijuana. <laughs> you know? I love that episode the of the OZ. Uh, which I know, yes, that place exists outside of that episode. But when, they I, just hear, called it, when I hear TJ, I think of just that episode. Yes, that it was said so many times yes it's trader joe's nothing exciting yes that's the tea on that um we, we haven't been here in a while <laughs> well it feels like it you yeah, guys had us last week but we haven't recorded for two weeks or whatever right is that how yeah. math works um <laughs> and it was april fools the other day which sidebar of course that exists in every season. I feel like I say that every year, <laughs> but that's so fucking funny. Um, and we were thinking like after April Fool's, because I don't do April Fool's jokes. We were trying to rack our brains to remember if I had ever done like a YouTube April Fool's video. I think you definitely did. I'm sure I did. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember either. If anyone else remembers, please let me know. Um, we were like, oh, what would we do for like... Well, you said you were like, what would you do for your shop? And I absolutely would not mess with that kind of negative energy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for the podcast, I feel like we can be a little bit more fucky. And we had an idea, and I think we'll use it next year if we remember. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're spoiling it right now, so here you go. <laughs> well, we'd have to record. <laughs> well, we'll probably just tweet it because it's not like... I don't, can't guarantee I don't remember what this idea gonna is, be. so I'm going to be genuinely, genuinely to, shocked. To be honest with you, as I was saying this out loud, I was like, do I even remember what it was? <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it had to do with... Actually, no. I, I remember the one for your store that we thought of. What was the one for my store? So we were like, you should have listed a just plain oh, yeah. white... Just a background for phones that's just plain white... Like, there's nothing say, on it. It's just a white It's just white. Rectangle. And just saying that it's so minimalist, there's nothing there. and then, <laughs> But you were saying that, like, if anybody bought it, that we would just donate all the money to charity. Yeah, I think that's, like, a cool thing to do is, like, if anybody actually bought that, then you just donate it all. That would be funny. I think it's hilarious. I'm still, like, afraid to, like, mess, you know? Yeah. It's, is it April Fool's if I'm not, as a brand, sending out, like, Etsy notifications to everyone that's been a customer being, like, this sale we're having is no joke. Oh, my That's God. what I should do. Please don't. When I tell you... Also, I gotta say, queen of not unsubscribing the emails, that's me. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, do you unsubscribe from emails, Chris? I do unsubscribe from emails. Um, mm-hmm. My you know, email. That's the duality here. We balance each other perfectly. When people ask, like, you guys have a lot in common, like, anything different? Check our inbox. Yeah. I, <laughs> Rachel, the, only the other clean day. inbox is the Coffee with Rachel one on my phone because <laughs> he cleans it. Because I am terrible. Yeah. I. I changed it so like I don't have like the little red number showing me anymore how many emails are there because then like you can do that. Uh yeah like please I don't teach me that later. I don't have that anymore. Um but like yours was up to like twenty thousand. I'll tell you right and, now. And like I was just like, why don't you just mark them all as red? And you were like, oh my god. And then you did it, and it was like, whoa. Well, what what, what number do you think I'm at now? Because that was like Probably a couple like weeks ago. Just Two or three thousand. I'm at nine hundred. Oh, okay. Nine twenty. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> someone out there, and by someone, probably a lot of y'all, just. This is over like what, like four or five emails, like. Yes, I have. Of... That's the thing. Like, we're not accounting for the fact that I have a lot of accounts. Yes. Which absolutely makes no sense at this point in life. <laughs> but you know, like, I should not have this many accounts. I should condense them, but I have. I'm really bad at unsubscribing from emails. I literally do the harder thing, which is mark them as junk if I'm sick of them. When, like, if you're looking at your email on your iPhone, like, they literally make a little thing right there that's, like, yeah. unsubscribe. So, I don't know why I'm... Fu- uh, that doesn't work half the time, though. Oh, it doesn't? No. Well, it... Yeah, that's why I wasn't doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. So, I was reading this morning. Um, I was in my inbox, and one of the people that I still get emails from is Forever 21, which, by the way, they need to chill because they send so many fucking emails. And... I hate when, and this this spawned an idea for this podcast, something I wanted to bitch about. I hate (laughs) when- This is what this podcast is for us to bitch about. Something to bitch. We should have called it bitching with (laughs) Christian. But don't you hate when brands, they'll put like re with a colon, like R-E. Yeah. Because they're like trying to trick you into opening the email being like, you've already been a part of a thread, so this is something relevant to you. Yeah, they- they play a lot of tricks. I fucking hate that, and I think that is psychological warfare. Email and capitalism. Oh <laughs> don't my hit me God. On this. Fucking email like click through rates are like always like super terrible. So they are so desperate to like get you to actually like do it. <laughs> that like cocoa white teeth smile thing that's like, babe, please, your last <laughs> chance to work with us. <laughs> or was it a detox tea? I can't remember. One of those. I'm not going to swish oil in my mouth, okay? Unless it's, like, salad dressing and I'm here to eat. I'm, I'm still not, not doing Like, I get oil pulling is, like, a thing. And you know what oil pulling is, right? Not really. It's like you swish coconut oil. And I don't even know if it's, like, trending anymore. I think charcoal toothpaste is in right now. Oh, in God. the teeth world. What's hot in teeth? <laughs> <laughs> but Chris is, Chris is rapidly writing down... This is what I do. Um, But oil pulling was like hot a few years ago. (laughs) And it's literally where you take coconut oil and you swish it in your mouth. And apparently people have been doing this for fucking centuries. And it whitens your teeth. And then like big, big teeth got a hold of it. and they Colgate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Colgate is the Kleenex of teeth, right? Or is it Crest? Colgate. You think? Over Crest? The old Colgate. What do we use? 
We switched from Tom's. Don't even talk to me, but my chin is okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is all over the place. We are on very little sleep right now. Yeah, I'm very tired. Um, The email. Where were we? Oil pulling. So then, like, companies literally came out with, like, it's just fucking coconut oil. And they would be in, like, those, like, little, like, sachets, like... You know the stuff that you'd put in water and it's like, hello, iced tea? Yeah. It's like that, but oil. And then you just swish that in your mouth. I First of all, definition of unctuous. <laughs> An oily mouthfeel. Um, also, I absolutely do not want to do that. No, absolutely not. And I feel like they... It's like, just please leave me go. So, um, that made me think, like, at work, like, I... I'm not going to say, like, what the program is, but, like, I'm using, like, we have, like, Twitch as a company has an account at, for, like, one program okay. to, like, use. And so, like, I just, like, log in with, like, my work shit, and it works for me. And so um, when I first did that, because it's not something I use regularly, like, regularly. I, can never, I can never say that word. It's so fucked up. Like Regularly? Yeah. I can never say it in the first try. What's the word that I can't say? Shit. Somebody tell us because I mean, like you guys. Well, I here. can't. What? What's the fr- the full ass phrase that I can't say? That I I fuck up every year. Uh, it's like around Christmas time, and I can't remember what it is. Oh uh, fuck! <laughs> but it's like an iconic like Christmas phrase, and I fuck it up. <laughs> like stuck your stock. Your, yeah. Stuff your stockings. Yeah, I can't say that, so I always say stock your stuffings or whatever. <laughs> or like, stuck your stockings. Yeah, or something like, like that. what the fuck. <laughs> Anyway, so I get these emails like I use the service and then like a day or two later I get an email and it's just subjected. Can we talk? Ew. And from who? From and it's like so then I click into it and it's like a brand rep from like the company that like owns the thing. You know how like. Yeah, I get you. Like that one time you set up a Yelp account for like a business as like part of like your. Um, yeah. Like, uh freelancing work and then like they're like yo we can fucking help you out and you were like no i'm good and then they like ghosted you yeah i was like how do i use this and they were like you were gonna help you out we're gonna get your business like is i was working for like a retail what well not retail Retail. realtor which is kind of like retail for homes if you will um but i was working for a realtor company i was doing their social media and i was setting them up on yelp so that they would actually be like listed on there and they were like okay so like sick we're gonna help you guys out we're gonna get you like high up in the seos fucking search engines blah, blah, blah. and they were like it's gonna be like 500 bucks a month or something like, to, <laughs> like have like some just like some bitch teach me how to use yelp seo yeah i was like google exists brother next and then they just like they were like up your ass every day and then as soon as you said no i was like i'm not like, paying for this they just like were silent and they're like all right throw you to the wolves i don't have a budget okay also this email says re your future order oh my god that's so confident wow and i hate that so much so i got that email though that is like can we talk and just like being like hey we can help you like you know set stuff up like as if i paid for this service i didn't pay for anything it's like the company that's doing it and now they won't stop they keep replying to that email so like every other day i have a new email that just says can we talk junk and it just keeps coming back archive like i accidentally like and like i feel bad because they're getting more desperate with each one hey babe (laughs) can we talk 
like seriously like i see you're using this and like you know if you need any help at all like we're here and i'm like i feel so bad because i know you're just doing your job but also like, i know like you don't think it's automated or you think it's like a person uh in my case i think it's a person Oof. for you i Chris feel like it's just like is ghosting things. yeah call the police i am also this i'm sorry i'm still on this email it says Use code, I'm not even going to say which code, because we all as a society should not be shopping at Forever 21, and save on your next spring outfit, and spend it on an acai bowl instead. Uh, <laughs> like, they just fucking know. Oh, my God. Someone's out there going to be like, you know what? Great idea. That that really told me what to do. I'm so glad I had this email. Inspired Take me. this. Um, so, Did spe- you... What? I was going to ask you if you saw any uh, good April Fool's. Oh, there were year. there were quite a few. Um, so yeah, April Fool's vibes. Like you know, I just like I. Are you in it? Are you against it? Are you for it? Where I'm, do you stand? What's the best April Fool's joke you've ever played? Comment down below. I don't do April Fool's jokes to people. You've like, never done an April Fool's prank on someone. I mean, I'm sure I have, but they're clearly not memorable. Shocking for Chris. Wow, he didn't remember something. But like specifically, I remember putting a pair of my underwear on my sister's doorknob. Oh my god! But like, wow! I I'm sure I did something like in school. I'm here for like innocent shit. Like a pencil drop at a certain time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. We've all pencil dropped. Yes. Oh yeah, we've all done that. It's so stupid. At um my coworker like he I came into work that day and he was like, oh hey Chris I saw it was your like it was your birthday the other day and I got you a gift but I just kept forgetting to bring it in so I brought it in and so then he reached into his backpack and he pulled out a post-it note put it in my hand and all it just said was April Fool's see that's and, pure and, that's so awesome. then, and then he was I laughed and then he was like okay no but seriously your gift is in like we have little filing cabinets at each of our desks it's in the top drawer and I opened it up and there's just another post-it note that says April Fool's on it <laughs> and so like it's stupid like that that's really funny it's like and then he little, got you a gift yeah no he? and then he actually got me yeah like but that's so nice but like yeah it's just like silly little things like that that are really funny yeah like i don't mind stupid shit like that like there were a couple of brands like every year i like to see what the brands are doing i'm usually like exhausted what's by capitalism the- up to these days yeah <laughs> what's hot in capitalism um so the ones well this is i guess i don't know would you consider ye old space needle a brand i guess it is I mean, in its own way, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, if you don't know anything about the Space Needle, I don't know. <laughs> don't come to me. But <laughs> it's the only thing people know about Seattle. <laughs> it rains and there's a needle. <laughs> it's literally raining right now. Um, <laughs> it's like the first time it rained in forever, though. So, the Space Needle got a renovation. She got a facelift, brothers, and it's like all glass now, and like the floor is also glass, so it's like you can really see things. Okay. They always are like, we're the only rotating glass floor in the world. Like Is that true? That's yeah, that's what they say. And I trust them with my life. I'm making my own. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> they posted on April Fools and I just thought this was so stupid. And they posted a photo of the Space Needle and they had like a you know how the Space Needle will have like a flag on top for like different things? Yeah. So they had a flag that just said Windex and they were like this whole spiel about how like they're actually renaming the Space Needle to like the Windex Needle because they're doing like a brand sponsorship with them because like they're going to need it because of all the fucking glass. <laughs> I was like, that is funny. Got me. Yeah. Um, there was also Duolingo has been just oh killing it with their I internet presence. <laughs> so they did like a whole ad 
about like the Duolingo owl just like being creepy, and I would recommend watching that. His name is Duo. Um, I didn't know he had a name. And that's my favorite meme. I also haven't had that app on my phone in so long. I should get it back. In my memes folder on my phone, I have multiple photos of Duo, of Duo in different scenarios. <laughs> And then I'm trying to think of, there was another one that I thought was, oh, Charmin Ultra. <laughs> they said they were going paperless. <laughs> so stupid. It's so dumb. I liked, Crunch Bar has a smooth bar. <laughs> <laughs> that I love. See, like, I like stupid shit like that. I don't like fake pregnancies, fake breakups. Even I had a chaotic thought where I, I was like, what if I said I was coming back to YouTube? And I was like, that's cruel. Don't yeah. do it. I think, like, in terms of specifically, like, brand, I'd say, and I also, like, this goes to, like, internet personalities because you're also, like, a brand. Like, I think, like, doing, like, one tweet or, like, one post about something, like, Crunch Bar was literally, like, one tweet. It's just, like, hey, we got Smooth Bar now. Yeah. And, like, the Space Needle was, like, one Instagram post that was just, like, hey, bitches, we're Kleenex. Or, wow, Kleenex. We're, <laughs> we're Kleenex. We're, we're a Windex <laughs> needle now. Like, stuff like that. But then there's, like, I see a lot go like really really deep in on it where they're like traumatizing kids did you see the one where it was like youtubers told their it was like a youtube family vlogger and they yeah. like told their kid that they were giving away their dog yeah and the kid like had a fucking meltdown well, family duh. vloggers are their own special circle of hell like yes <laughs> which layer <laughs> they're the final layer jody like... picolt should write a book about just that layer <laughs> The fourteenth circle. Oh my god! But um, it's a very specific joke I just told. Like, you. I'm thinking of like Hank Green was really annoying because like he had like what did he do? I don't. He had like three different things that like he posted about like throughout the day about April Fools and there were like different product launches that were happening. Oh. One was like DFTBA Brewery. And one was like vid. They would fucking honestly do that though. I, honestly, that Nothing one says IPA like nerd fighteria. That one, <laughs> that one I didn't know was fake because I thought <laughs> it was real. <laughs> but then he was like, "We're also doing VidCoin because like VidCon's so popular oh, and like my. we have an e currency for VidCon now." Like, see, they could have just done that because at least it's like a play on words. And then they had another one too, but I forget what it was. And I was just like, "Okay, Pong we get it." Just it's- about snap peas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, we get it. Like, it's April Fool's. Last Please day. stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't think of anything else that, like, really jived me. Um, I usually just, like, it's the day where I don't want to be on the internet until I read, like, the Twitter roundup of, like, what was funny. Yes. Um, and that's really that. <laughs> <laughs> the Starbucks did one where it was, like, pup bucks. Very pupper doggo vibes. Oh, Yeah. Oh, Burger King is like, oh, the Impossible Burger, but it's serious. Like, it's not fake. I was going to say, do you think it was like a marketing strategy? So if you don't know, Burger King made a vegan burger. They're working with Impossible Burger. and Cool, awesome, love it. And they announced that on April Fool's Day. So you'd probably think like, ha ha, she's joking. We love beef. And (laughs) uh, it wasn't a joke, which is great. Um, However people feel. Like, because I know some people are like, well, I still won't eat there because they contribute so much. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's a step in the right direction. It's a something. It's a something. Um, But is it a marketing strategy to announce something like that that on April Fool's that you know everyone's going to think is a fool and it'll get more, like, 
buzz because people are gonna be like no way haha <laughs> april fools this is a beef place and then they're like <laughs> getting more press you know what i mean and this then it's like beef real place. <laughs> I don't know. I never ate a Burger King. That's where I, I drew the line. Those fucking commercials did the Bethlehem, opposite effect of getting me to be a customer. In Bethlehem, there was a, a corner area where the Wawa that I take you to when we go okay. back there, you know, in that area. When we go back there. <laughs> there's a, a Wendy's, a Burger King, a McDonald's, a KFC, and an Arby's all within like like 500 Spinning feet of distance. each other yeah if that ain't PA, and there was a quiz nose for a hot second but that died so i love these subs <laughs> um i'll never get over those commercials now that commercial made me want to go there because yes. they had those little gremlins <laughs> anyway but yeah i i think for burger king i that is absolutely they did not do that by accident like they planned that it kind of sucks that it's like, oh, we're going to launch this because nobody would, like, it's so ridiculous that we'd have a vegan burger. Like, haha, it's so funny, right? Like, crazy. But, like, doesn't but, everybody like, have one now? I mean, they have them, like, McDonald's has them, but it's just not in America. It's, right, which is dumb. Yeah. And I know, like, Taco Bell has, like, a like, lot of vegan options. Yeah, you can just make it vegan. But, but it's I don't not know like if they a, have, like, a specific, like... It's not a replacement. Like, it's yeah. just, like, you're getting shit out of it. Also... How, where do we stand again on Impossible Burger versus Beyond Burger? Well, I'll tell you right now that anytime I eat anything Beyond brand, I feel like shit afterwards. For Just hours. like meat. <laughs> like I feel so terrible. Anytime so we I like eat Impossible. That. And yeah, I, f- I feel like I've only had Impossible like once, but it, it was, was impossibly good. memorable, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. earlier in the show, I opened up with my euphoria about. A soft pretzel but i don't think something i wanted to talk about today is the specific mind state that i enter when i enter a michaels so <laughs> we're gonna take a detour um so yesterday we were at michaels because i needed white acrylic paint and i also was on a mission <laughs> this is so stupid maybe this is like can any jews relate when you'd see easter decorations and you were like forbidden fruit (laughs) you know and i was as me being me and obsessed with tiny little things i was obsessed with those tiny stupid dumbass looking little baby chicks that have the plastic feet and they're like puffy and they look all very fucked up they look extremely fucked up and i loved them and I f- recently found out they're called like chenille chicks or something really? like that, which sounds that so, sounds very fancy for what they are. I don't know, but anyway, I was like, I bet Michaels will have those babies, and I'm gonna put them all over <laughs> the house. That was the prime reason for going to Michaels. Like, Isn't that which, so sad? Which also like got a sidebar here. That area is just getting better and better. We got the Michaels in Seattle. Now we're getting a home goods right next door and we're living. They know. And like I always <laughs> say, so we have like, there's a bunch of different Whole Foods that we'll go to. And there's a Whole Foods like in that area. And it's kind of like out of the way. And so I never want to ask Chris like to go to Michaels because he just knows like it's the place where I literally black out. Yes. And... I, there's also like a, it's not a wine and spirits, but it's like some sort of like wine liquor store. I don't know. A Bevmo. No, it's not. I have no fucking idea what it is, but there's grapes. Okay. And I literally asked Chris, I was like, so are we going to be like anywhere near like that wine store? (laughs) Meanwhile, I have not drank all year. (laughs) And he knew immediately I wanted to visit the old Mike. And 
Anyway, I every time I go to Michael's, it's always like the last thing that we're doing. And for some reason, it's maybe really weird hours. You, yeah. And you know how like you fast kind of before you eat like a big meal, like you're like, oh, I'm going out to dinner tonight. And then like you save room me, for whatever reason. Yeah. Like me and like fucking like middle school being like, oh, we're we're having a big night out at like Olive Garden tonight. I'm not going to eat. Endless anything because i gotta have those breadsticks and that salad like exactly that is based off of true events even though it doesn't make sense you're supposed to eat like little things because yeah. then your stomach actually is of you know open yes <laughs> she's open for business so i don't know what it is about michael's maybe it's just like i'm like prepping for like the joy that i'm about to experience where i just don't take care of myself on days that i'm going to michael's <laughs> when i know i'm going to michael's i like everything shuts off and so I almost always arrive with some form of a headache or migraine <laughs> or like feeling like a little bit like, ooh, I should have eaten more. My hypothesis is that you are just experiencing the, the, the smell of Michael's is so unique that when you see it and then you first get that whiff of the interior of all the crafts, you're like the euphoria. I don't what's the chemical, the dopamine. What is it oh, that no, your brain we gives saying- you like? <laughs> He said, so we're like walking up and down the aisles. And I was saying when we pulled up, I was like, I don't have a headache. This is crazy. We can't go to Michael's and I don't have a headache. And then like not five minutes in, we're in the fucking fake floral section. And I start getting a headache. And Chris was like, maybe it's because like it like is cure. Maybe you're just not used to the serotonin because I'm depressed. And like Michael's gives me serotonin. So that's dark and also accurate. And if I, you know, like how there's like that depression helmet that's like floating around right yeah. now. And like, I should just have like, you know how people will go in like a chamber that's like, I know on Grey's Anatomy they're doing that blue light one, but there's like light things that you can like sit in front of like, you know, a sun lamp. Yes. I need like a Michael's box that you can lock me in and that's how it will cure me. Um, but We're I had a lovely locking time. You in a, <laughs> locking you in a Michael's. That's the cure. It was like beautiful. It was like 6 p.m., like a frosty 6 p.m. There was like no one there. Yeah. Also, there's never anyone there. <laughs> like, Yeah, no. I think I'm the only one that realized <laughs> that they built it. And I'm there all the time. <laughs> and it's just, even if I'm not getting anything, I'm just there. You know, in my mind, too. When I'm not there, I'm there. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that was me with GameStop, but now I don't... GameStop used to be, like, a fun place to go. Now it's a lot of Funko Pops, and I lost a lot of my Funko going there. Chris (laughs) hates their beady little eyes. They're just staring at you from that wall. They are. But I feel like GameStop always has, like, a humidity... And, like, it's just, like... all the machines running. And there's, like, it's, like, a stressful environment. I don't know. They're I never all felt very small, and so yeah. you're like fighting clammy nerds to get clammy like, nerds to, to the games. Yeah, in in Michael's, there's so much space, and it's like, oh, are you over there at the wood glue? I'm over here at the Mod Podge, and everything's in harmony. <laughs> Like, I'm over here at the like home sweet homes. I get, and I get like so zesty too. Like I, it's like I have like a caffeine buzz, and I'm not drinking any. And it's like, you ask me like, I don't know why you get like so. And I'm like, it's just the possibilities. Like I look around, and I'm like, I could make anything right now. <laughs> like there's mm. just so much to make, and so little time. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I like going around there and just, you know, walking around. It's I a good know time. you do. Like, what's a store to you in current time that gives you the same amount of serotonin that Michael's gives me? I can't name one because... Because he online shops. Yes. <laughs> wow. The tea. Uh, true. You really don't have a store like that? What store am I going to? Like... Even if, like, you haven't been in a while, but, like, you know the minute you step back in. It, on, it used to be Ikea, but now I just fucking hate it. Ikea gives me the opposite effect now. Yeah, it used to be Joy. Now it's like, wow, they're actually expensive, and there's too many people here. It's because it used to be so unattainable. It used to be, like, just like Olive Garden, it was like, you are on vacation if you got to go to Ikea. You spent the yeah. whole fucking day there. You planned the whole thing. Now it's so like close by. I never went to Ikea more than like once, maybe twice before we moved here. Yeah, me too. And now I could go whenever I wanted. And now I don't want to go. Yep. Also, yeah, they have very much raised their prices. It's not cheap anymore. Like the fact that I went there and like some of the cheapest, this is like such an adult conversation. Holy shit. But like, hey, some our couple talks about couch prices. <laughs> um, like, yeah, some of like the cheap couches that they have there were like, 800 bucks and i was like that's how much we paid for our couch that we got from like a local place that like made this you know yeah and it's like also our couch is like huge and i didn't have to assemble it (laughs) yes she's not creaky yeah you know so yeah but they're good for like some things yeah like there are some things that are still like really well priced but like some of it is not okay yeah but that's fine you know it's all good But with that, (laughs) let's get into some topics. We have played some video games, so we're doing a video game segment right now. Hell yeah. We've got some sweet, sweet reviews. (laughs) So Um, one of our most anticipated games of the year, Yushi's Crafted World. Yes. Speaking of Michael's, that game was made there. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so we we've talked about before we played yoshi's woolly world um i loved it it's like a classic nintendo game you know platformer shit it's very cute everything was made out of classic nintendo game you just know it's everything's made out of yarn it was co-op it was super cute like we almost beat it like 100 percent. we have like one or two costumes that like we didn't unlock um costumes or like colors of yoshi's yeah um so then Crafted World is, like, the next iteration of it, essentially. And it's just, like, instead of yarn, it's, like, all crafting materials. So, like, stuff's made of paper and string. It's so cute. There's, like, cans and, like, egg cartons and stuff like that. It's cardboard. And it's... The graphics are incredible. Like, everything looks... It's so adorable. Um, And you can be whatever color Yashi you want, which is great. And you can swap out colors all the time. And you're collecting costumes. And it's like you get a lot more per like level too, or I guess it's more like per, per like every few levels you get a bunch yeah, of costumes, yeah. and they're very adorable and they also help you like they're they're you know like, like a shield. damage yeah. shield yeah. Um, so thoughts are it's adorable, and I love Yush, the, and the costumes are great. Playing it though is kind of interesting in a co-op scenario yeah we can only review this as a co-op review um, um not that great in it's a co-op. really not made for co-op it's I don't not think. made for co-op this is the first time i've ever played a nintendo game where it's like 
I feel hindered by the two-player. Yeah, like, usually co-op honestly just makes the games easier because, like, you have somebody along to, to help like, you. To, like, get you through a challenge that, like, would be harder if you were just by yourself. Yeah. But like, someone th- that's alive when you die. Yeah. But this is, like, sometimes that happens, but a lot of times it's just, like, the, it, the screen, there's, like, so much shit happening, and we keep getting in each other's way, and you can, like, hop on each other's back, and we keep fucking each other up and, like, getting in each other's way all so, the So, like, time. when you are, th- like, you're in the middle of, like, throwing eggs at, like, an enemy or at something that you need to collect, if I accidentally snap on the back of Chris's back, what? Um, <laughs> it immediately she stops. Snapped. <laughs> she snapped. It immediately stops whatever he's doing. So, like, if you had a cursor that was, like, going to throw an A, like, it just, like, cancels the move. And so, and like, so, the stages are kind of, like, cramped and stuff. A lot of them, like, there's Sometimes not, the shit is timed. Yeah, and there's not a lot of space to move around. So, like, Rachel's, like, jumping around, like, trying to do something. And then she'll accidentally, like, land on my back. And, and it's then, really like, fuck, easy to y- do it. Yeah, it's, like, very sensitive to, like, It's, like, that. both of us. Or we'll be eating each other by accident. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the things, like, there's a lot of Poochie levels. So if you've ever played a Yoshi game, it's, like, that little dog. And, like, it's hard to ride him with two people and you need to. And They also kind of lied to us by saying, like, the whole thing about the Crafted World is that, like, you play through a level and, like, you see, like, all these, like, sets made out of cardboard and all the like, crafting materials and everything. And then, like, you get to the end and, like, in the trailers and when they, like, announced the game they were like and then like the level's gonna flip and you're gonna go backwards the other way but you're gonna see like the behind side so you're seeing like all the tape that holds the cardboard together and, and like shit. all the like random characters that are like pop- propping things. up the sets it's so funny and it's so cute and i was like that's gonna be really fun but what they don't tell you is that that's not really like how you play it when you're going backwards it's like you it's a timed thing and like you're just trying to collect little poochie dogs and you're it's not like, like actually like finding more stuff yeah which is like i was disappointed lame. it was I'll disappointing yeah um i'm mostly just disappointed with the co-op it's like it's almost frustrating for such a cute charming game we're getting like actively frustrated a lot because like not at each other but like just like the fact that the game is hindering us from doing stuff well yeah as two people yeah so that fucking sucks and so i'm not liking it as much as woolly world or as much as i thought i would so yeah i'm gonna give it like a c to be honest yeah yeah and compared to Wooly if world, you're playing like- it solo perfect also, the music is just, like, the same song, like, remixed in different ways for the yeah, different Yeah, Wooly World had like, better music, and I've seen that a lot online. Yeah. So, I think, like, if you're playing solo, you'll love it, and it's fine. And this is only really, like, coming from people trying to play co-op. But if it was, like, a game you were really excited to play, like, with your friends or your partner or something or roommate, yeah. it's uh, not the best one to now do. Now I'm, like, I really want to get into Captain Toad because I just did a update so that way every level is co-op and, and apparently that's good and yeah and apparently it's really really good and so i'm like hell yeah man that sounds yeah, great i'll do that um and then we also because it finally came out and so when chris got back from san francisco we played through the second through the final episode of the walking dead game this fourth season if you guys have been listening to the us final fucking season we have been playing this game since 2012 when it the first episode of the first season came out it's the story of clementine our my daughter, daughter like my bisexual daughter that yes they allowed confirmed me, bisexual in the story the like the fact that they allowed me to make her by is just chef's kiss out the ass so like this is like rachel was like 
in a way, I'm excited for this to be over because this is like the final piece of zombie content that we're like. Yeah, intaking. I'm over it now. But seven years ago, I was like, "Give me those dead boys." <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, uh, I like the the game wrapped up, and also this is a game that like it's we've talked about it before like telltale games like they shut down like in the middle of it we didn't know if we were going to get a finale we and did then, like, get a finale skybound who like is like the owner of like the comic books and all the walking dead stuff they were like okay we're gonna fucking finish this off for you guys and so and i will say for it being like kind of did a better job oh <laughs> yeah that's so fucked up so i was gonna say for the fact that this all happened like seemingly they had to like scramble to make this even possible to finish yeah I will say A plus because I thoroughly enjoyed the ending and I was terrified that I wouldn't. And yeah, they made the game better. It than performed Tell- better than Telltale. When it was Skybound. And yeah. like they had I some better choices. Like a lot of the Telltale games, like our gripe is that like it kind of spawned this like, ooh, your choices matter and he will remember that. And like, like we're playing Life is Strange, stuff like that. Yeah. And like other games have done it way better, like Detroit and uh, Until Dawn. Until Dawn and Life is Strange, where the choices actually do really drastically change the storyline. And Walking Dead and other Telltale games like did not. And I think they did a way better job once it was Skybound at doing that. So that's sick. Um, um, but the whole like the Walking Dead like whole series like it's still like one of my favorites i don't think i'll ever replay it because it's kind of like a nostalgia thing where well they like, changed the graphical style like halfway through i don't really want to like yeah see and like, it was just like again. it was 2012 the graphics just weren't as good back then and like i don't like but it didn't matter because it was like comic book so it didn't look as bad but the whole story like the first season is just like still one of my favorite stories in a video game it was so good and like like, it had its ups and downs like throughout but i think i enjoyed it as a complete as a complete thing i really enjoyed it and like i mean i would recommend like doing it because the way it ended like i'm very happy with the i don't want to give it away actually like i was gonna say like ooh spoilers but i will say i didn't call they really got us they got me fucking i thought it ended one way and they really got me and i called i said something and chris was like absolutely not but i was like honestly and i didn't even believe myself and then it came true and i was like holy fuck but i was still caught off guard it wasn't like oh i called it it was like a i really didn't even think i was like half joking when i said that because you got really upset (laughs) at something that happened and i think they did a really good job and it felt like a full thing i got really sad one just because of like how the ending was playing out and it was like really like sad to watch but then like also just the fact that like i've we've been playing this for seven years i know and it's over and like wow it definitely needed to end like i didn't want them to do any more after this do you think they would even if telltale was still like around like i wouldn't want them to do anymore without giving it away they do leave like certain things that like could be made into more i really hope they don't i a certain character i feel like they could do a whole series about and i really i don't want anymore no i think they need to end it there was a lot of content and it was really good and they even had a few spinoffs yeah so i mean i don't know it, it it's complete if anything i would love for skybound to i don't know how they would do it because i don't think they own the comic book but like doing um, a spinoff in that world no 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 doing uh 
fuck, what's it called? The other Telltale game that I was really excited about. Oh, uh, um, fuck. The Beast, Beauty and the Beast. Wolf. uh, The Wolf Among Us. The Wolf Among Us, yeah. (laughs) Like, that's based on comic book comic book too but i think that's like a whole different thing it's not skybound so if they could somehow do that that would be awesome because that was my other favorite is that minecraft show coming out i think that because that was like the whole thing was like telltale had a minecraft game and then when telltale went under they still had like a netflix show coming out or whatever and that's what they put all their money bandersnatch was literally a technical test so they could see how the whole Shut like up, shoot, really th- that is the only reason bandersnatch exists because whoa i didn't like, know that like I, this is like they haven't said that but like just knowing how it would work that was them being like okay we have to test if this actually works and it did well yeah. like people may not like like really be like minecraft oh. the game <laughs> via a movie or whatever is so different than that like you're gonna get a yeah. completely different audience so not the best way to test it but like they're definitely going to i think they're definitely going to put something out and i think the minecraft story games were actually like i was super like oh my god why do we need this but they were really fun and i really liked them yeah but yeah then they got sad too yeah they had one very disturbingly unnecessary hedwig like death that i will never fucking forgive them for that was really bad and I wasn't even, like, watching. I just, like, only liked one thing. Mm-hmm. And then that thing no longer existed. <laughs> um, but I'm happy that it's over. But for me, when you said, like, we started it, like, seven years ago, that was one of the very first video games, like, a fucking console game that I got into. And it I think was it that really era spawned... that you were getting, uh, like, GTA came out in 2013, I think. And so... Maybe. Uh, 2012 was, or 2013 it I was like remember. that time where you were like getting into it like the walking dead and then like gta came out and you're like yeah you like took over my character and then, yeah like, and you... then i'm like out here playing like triple a games going from like sims which like would you consider sims triple a yeah yeah but it's like a different style you know what i yeah, mean yeah it's not high stakes you're not playing online against people you know but so. it was just like a totally different world and then like suddenly i was like doing all this and that game definitely started it and like every other story game we've played since and there's been a lot so i'm sad to see it be over but i think i think people that liked it um and love clementine and everything will be satisfied with the full arc yeah. even with yeah. its like little middle bit now i'm kind of sad that we didn't like like yeah. I liked playing through these episodes. Like we just stockpiled them because like we didn't know if it was coming out because the second episode came out and then they announced they were closing and we were like, well, fuck. Yeah, we're I not didn't gonna... want to even start it if that was gonna end. We, so then they said they were gonna finish it. And we we're like, well, we'll just wait until it's actually all out so that way we, we made sure. And then like it did, and so we played them all together. And I'm like, I actually kind of liked that as compared to like waiting for the episode life is strange. because now life is strange is like it's not going to be done until literally the end of the year in december and i'm like fuck this is not great yeah ash and mal have it right where they're not playing it until it's all out and, and then they're gonna like, like that a lot more there was like detroit which like one did decisions like the best out of any of these and then like it was a long game it was a long it game came out all and, at once yeah you could play it all at once and i do prefer non-episodic i wish yeah. that more storytelling games like that would do that but it's just a way for them to milk like the yeah. franchise and you know more money probably right i don't know like how much are you spending the, i mean both the because like, like detroit was probably like what 60 bucks and so life is strange is 40 bucks Oh. Yeah, so they're making less money. 
but it is a way for them to put out a game sooner because they don't have to finish the entire thing before i don't know how anything works yeah because like they're still working on the life is strange it's not all done and they're just putting out episodes like they still are working on it so they can get it out sooner than waiting for a full game yeah um so that's wow, that yeah man. that's the video game segment of this podcast well, i hope you enjoyed it we should have like some beeps and boops oh my but god but i honestly hate that there's like a podcast that i listen to that talks about video games and they have like in between segments fucking noise <laughs> and it's so aggressive and abrasive because a podcast is like you know it's like low-key it's usually pretty quiet like i cackle every once in a while and that's the extent of like noise personally for me like besides an intro and an outro i don't like transition stuff it's always video game podcasts they always got to put like some 8-bit music in the middle of each segment like we get it retro video games Like, like just please make it quieter because i'm always like sometimes there's okay i'm not gonna lie this one particular podcast i use when i need to fall asleep and it's fucked up but i'm not that's why i'm not naming it because I literally <laughs> use it as a sleep thing. And if that's this show for you, then good night, brother. But, I hope you're having a sweet dream right now. <laughs> yeah. But the one night we were listening to it, like the beeps really got me and like startled me. Yeah, like you were awake and I had like then. just fallen yeah. asleep. I was like, yeah, I'm not, that's not going to be the one that I used to fall asleep anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should stop uh, talking about sleep and go to some uh, quizzes and questions after ads. This week's episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by moi. I have an art shop called shoprwd.com where you can buy prints, phone backgrounds, keychains, magnets, bookmarks, I'm forgetting things, and just support my ass because I'm a small business. So you can go to shoprwd.com to check out or possibly support my art. Thanks, bye! Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there is an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. And in a shocking turn of events... The quiz today is completely unrelated to the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, we haven't done a Harry Potter-related anything in a long time, except for bitch about uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald. So yes. <laughs> let's do a Harry Potter quiz, which is, what would be your Wizarding World career? Which, okay, I would be whatever you would call Professor Sprout's career. Herbologist? Yes. Yes. What would you be? I would be I like to a answer professor. It before. I'd like, like I'd be a professor at like which class? Um, I would be potions. Who's like potions? Yeah. You okay. know. Which uh, house yeah. do you belong in? I'm a Slytherin. And I'm a Ravenclaw. Claw. Which magical creature do you identify with the most? We have basilisk, werewolf, dragon, and dementor. Okay, so I have feelings. <laughs> I knew you would have feelings about this. I have so this. many feelings. First of all, I will never forgive them for making the werewolves look the way they did. I That's mean, you gotta thing. give them credit. It's scary. It's scary and different. Yeah. I am a basilisk, but also my depressed ass is a dementor. I knew you were gonna say that. So what do I do? Um... I don't know. Fuck. 
It's like if I go Basilisk, it's like, okay, you're really milking that snake shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going Dementor. <laughs> I will. I feel so bad about that. I'll go with Werewolf. I guess. I mean, yeah. honestly, none of these really apply to you. You were yeah. too charming for this. Uh, which creature would you keep as a pet? Owl, cat, toad, or rat? I'm going to pick that a cat. <laughs> I'm going to go with Owl, because that's really lit. But then I remember that Owl that I talked to um, at the museum. (laughs) The real Owl. I had a conversation with And that Owl took me out, and I'm done with Owls. Which professor do you look up to? McGonagall, Snape, Hagrid, Lupin. Ooh. Uh, It's like my heart, I want to say McGonagall, but like also Hagrid. I'm going Hagrid. Uh... I'm going to go with Lupin. Okay. Yeah. Where would you go for a drink? The Three Broomsticks, the Great Hall, the Leaky Cauldron, or Hogshead? Um, I'm going the Great Hall, and honestly, I'm assuming I'm just having, like, some same. some hot toddy. Going for the Great Hall. That's just, like, I just want to be in there. Yeah. Which Triwizard Tournament task would you excel at? <laughs> Dragons, Underwater Rescue, Maze... As if I would be selected. As if you could bite me. Um, <laughs> maze. I'm real good at puzzles. But absolutely fuck underwater rescue. That's I would literally... I wouldn't participate yeah, because no. of that challenge. I mean, I'm, I have to pick maze too because that's like what I would excel at the most. You would. Yeah. Just live your truth. Oh, I didn't need that. What are you most afraid of? Boggarts, Acromantulas, Voldemort, or Umbridge? They had a name for that big beefy. Yeah, man. Okay, so Bogart. Bogart. It's like you technically everyone should choose Bogart because it's literally the thing you're the most afraid of. Yeah. I'm going to go with Bogart because that's Me too, true. but technically that spider. <laughs> Who would you rather be locked in a room with? Peter Pettigrew, Gilderoy Lockhart, Rita Skeeter, or Dolores Umbridge? Is Pettigrew a rat during um, the scene? That I'm stuck with. Does he just become a rat and burrow into like a hole somewhere? I don't know. Um, it's like, ooh, Rita. It's like while I'm sure all of them are fake, like I would be like Rita would just tell some wild stories. Yeah, I want the tea from Rita. Yeah. What'd you get, Professor? Oh well, I got something different. I was afraid we're gonna get the same thing. I got Minister of Magic. Interesting. Yeah. I think that one that one question really changed everything. <laughs> Which one was it? Owl and cat? Yeah, what that the was fuck? definitely it. You're totally like going to manage the whole game now. Okay, so questions. We have patreon.com slash call your creature. Absolutely. Sports show. And so I guess I didn't read it, but like your email for your subscription service you do for ShopRWD, your print for the month of April was umbrellas. Do you yes. say something about umbrellas in Seattle? Like Yes. Okay, because somebody asked, Morgan asked, why is it such a faux pas to use umbrellas in Seattle? Saw so you mentioned that in your subscription email. And then Because I was like, oh, because I painted a bunch of cute umbrellas and I was like, it would be cool if I could have a cute umbrella here. <laughs> and then uh, Amy replied to that and like also like asked as well they were like i have no idea where it comes from but i grew up in seattle and i am very firmly anti-umbrella i moved 
to Washington DC about a year and a half ago and I'm just I'm just shocked by all the umbrellas. People even use umbrellas in the snow. Snow? I couldn't snow? believe it. Anyway, yeah, folks in Seattle don't tend to use umbrellas. It's a thing. It's like it's just like a oh, you're a tourist. I think like to understand why umbrellas aren't a thing, you have to experience the rain that Seattle gets because it's not like a East Coast rain. Where it's, it's like big, hefty droppums. It's like a mist. Misty. But it's just like continually going all day to where everything is just like a little bit wet. You're so but it's damp. not like you could like run outside and like be outside for like a couple minutes and not get like drenched. Yeah. You know? It's just like a rain jacket moment, you know? Like an umbrella. Also, it, it's pretty windy because we're close to water. So, like, umbrella and wind, they don't really go together. Yeah. And then people, like, you, like, then it's like, since nobody uses an umbrella, if you use an umbrella, then you're like, oh my God. Look at that. Walking on the sidewalk, like, you got to move around this person with the umbrella. Like, like when I see an umbrella, I'm not like, oh my God, fuck yeah, that I'm person. Yeah, I'm not like that, but. I honestly rarely ever see one. It's just like, it's just the vibe. You just wear a rain jacket. You know, you put your hood up. I don't know. Big umbrella really didn't make it to the Northwest. I don't even think we own one. We might have one in storage, like, really deep down. Because I think that when we moved here, my dad got us umbrella. Oh, yeah, no, your mom, I thought. I don't care. One of my parents got umbrellas as, like, a cheeky gift because they were like, haha, you're going to Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll never forget when we were at, like, PetSmart or Petco or one of those boys, we were buying a carrier for like we wanted to upgrade squeezy's carrier for when we were flying him on the plane and do you remember this it was like torrential downpour like hefty big honking drops yes in pennsylvania and like they were that's the only way it rains all the weather is extreme it's extreme <laughs> and we were like in line like we we're getting wrung out and like the cashier that was like ring us out which she was like I don't even know how like we got on this subject, but we must have said, you know, they, you know, they're always like asking you like, so what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we're just getting ready for our move. And they were like, oh, where are you moving to? We were like Seattle. And they were like, oh, like I could never fucking live there. Like the rain, man. Oh my God. And then I'm literally like facing a window. (laughs) It's like that scene in the Devil Wears Prada where she's just like, oh, it's just a little drizzle. And then it's like hurricane in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, holy fuck. (laughs) But yeah, I just thought that was a little tidbit. It's just a thing. Um, so other questions, uh, this actually isn't a question, but, uh, following up from last week's episode about childhood stories, uh, somebody said, I'm listening to this right now. And I just want to say in regards to the movie theater story, I literally had to bring my birth certificate to get my first tattoo when I turned 18 because I also can't drive. And it was so fucking embarrassing. Oh my God. That is bi culture. (laughs) Um, even if you're not bi, that's what that is. Yeah. (laughs) That that made me ascend. Also, I got a DM on Instagram, and I don't... My battery is going to die, and I would go right through my Instagram right now and find it. But someone knows the author of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Like, they were, like, their teacher at their school, mm-hmm. the author of the book. And they were like, I bet they would be glad to know that someone received their first blowjob for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy fuck! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, next question is, Rachel, have you eaten Cinnamon Toast Crunch yet since you've been able to eat gluten? I did. I had a handful. How was it? It crunched. They have churros now, like a churros 
Crunch or something. Did you see they made honey bun cereal? Yeah. Cereal is just like shamelessly, we're dessert now. Like, you know how like everything right now is milking nostalgia? Yeah. Cereal is milking nostalgia with milk. Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, and the way that I found out that honey buns were making a cereal was because a miniature polymer clay artist that I follow made a miniature version of that fucking cereal. And I was oh like, my God. This is Too my meta. brand. <laughs> If I knew when I was getting my two honey buns at lunch as my two snack points or whatever at elementary mm-hmm. school, and I obsessed with many things, that that would be my life, I would have been happy. Um, so somebody's asked, uh, were there any foods you eat now or used to eat in a weird way? I meticulously bite off the chocolate shell of a Magnum ice cream when I eat them, which I love those bars, by the way. They're great. Um, like I get the like the like so soy milk or like coconut milk version of them at Whole Foods and they're like, those are lo- good. We haven't. I, I can't do it. Stop it. No, I know. I know. Sugar I is breaking me up. Sugar, bad, 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 bad. Butter, flour. Um. um so I <laughs> so don't like that. Yes. I think that just like I have a way of eating every single thing that is inside of Chex Mix. What is your method? Like. Do you have, like, a thing that you start with? Well, no, not, like, a process, but it's just, like, whatever I grab out. It's, like, the checks themselves, I always try and, like, split the layers of them. You know oh, what I mean? I get you. You know what I mean? I do. Now There's talking- a third layer in there. There's a there's three layers. Regular checks or the wheat ones that are, like, a little thin? No. The, I the, hate the, the wheat re- ones. The wheat ones suck. Why they don't do they hold exist? the flavor. It's the... And this is bold party flavor we're talking about, guys. Yeah. Well, that's um, the only acceptable Chex Mix flavor. But, like, I try... I always am, like... I do them, like, standing up when I crunch on them because then it's, like, crunch, super crunch, See, you know? I put them on my tongue and I flatten them against the roof of my I mouth. I do that sometimes, too, because it's, like, fun to just, like, feel it collapse. Um, like my I life. love when things <laughs> collapse. <laughs> um, and then, like, you know those, like... They're, like, little breadsticks. I don't know what the fuck they're called. Ziggity zags. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I always just, like, bite off each of, like, the little knobs, you know? The segments. Yes. Oh, um, I put them, like, right, like, horizontal. And now I'm realizing that I do things. Yeah. But I put them horizontal <laughs> in my, like, mouth, and I go, like, all in one bite. Yes. And it's, like, my teeth are lining up, like, Invisalign. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never had Invisalign. I just... I don't know. Um, That's how I felt. Do you like suck the pumpernickel chip? <laughs> I suck the pumpernickel. <laughs> no, like, I like have, fold it in half. They like, always with have my the tongue. most concentrated yeah. bold party flavor. I always like fold it. Like I don't know, and then I crunch. I put my tongue through the hole of the pretzel the pretzels, because yes, I'm by and I'm not buying. I still do that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything else? I think I that's all the pieces of Chex Weird. Um, oh, man. Well, okay. Do you remember Hot Fries? I, oh, They God. came in a I feel blue like bag like one with, of those like, a memories. man that was, like, a detective on the front. Uh, Look, Google it right now while I'm talking about this. They're, like, bagged. Like, you know, it's, like, a chip, but it's, like, a fry. But it's not, like, an actual, like, soft fry. It's, like, crunchy as fuck. I cannot even begin to describe how crunchy these bitches are. And I recognize the man, but I don't really think I've eaten them. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Because they're like a classic, like you're at a, like, 
that's the thing. You weren't ever at a sporting event. Yeah. If you're ever at like a softball game, a soccer game, and there's a snack stand, you know, a snack bar, if you will, a local pool, they always <laughs> had those. And those were my shit. And the way I would do it is I would eat them. Like, I can't even describe it without doing it where I would take it and I would just like chomp it so quickly, like in rapid succession. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that to it. And it was just so fucking satisfying. And it's the only thing I do that with. And I, I mean, I haven't in years. Now I kind of want them. In years. Oh, they were addicting. I'm trying to think of anything else that I like do. Well, I mean, like, you always fuck. do the little huh, with a peppermint patty. And yeah, I don't eat it, though. I like think that. everybody pulls apart. Well, it's like still eating in a weird way. It like pulls apart an Oreo. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Um, Although I, I found I told out you, Oreos just really make me feel like shit, man. Yeah, I can't eat them. Yeah, th- th- this is growing up. It's just like more foods make me feel can't bad. Eat it. <laughs> also, I told I I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or not, but like there was this one pizza place that I loved growing up. It was like a local place, and yeah, it was fucked up. I definitely <laughs> told this on the podcast where like the manager was fucked up, but the pizza. <laughs> I was a kid. I don't know, and I would always cut the very tip off and eat that part with a fork, and then the rest of it I would eat. Why? I don't know. I. Why are you so weird? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm sure someone else out there did that. Just for one piece, though. Like I know people that like do it with a fork and knife, but just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just like ooh, the most delectable just, ooh. part. <laughs> she must be eaten with fancy china. I know there's probably like a million other foods that I eat in a weird way. I know, way. I'm going to be thinking about this. I, anytime I eat anything going forward right now, I'm going to think about it. And I'll How am I doing back. this and how can I improve? <laughs> am I efficient with my eating of this snack? Oh, I'm certainly not efficient. Also, those big pretzels, um, like the Snyder's ones that are like beefy and thick, I always eat the nipples off first. You know what I mean? You, like You're talking about your classic sourdoughs? Yeah, like where the pretzels like cross together and there's like the the ends yes yes yes. i always break those off first then i eat the sides like the ears yeah and then i save the little crisscross in the middle because um, that's the heart of it all yeah it is. it's the best fucking part it's the heart of the ocean um it really is I, I eat the ears first and then i do the little nipples and then i eat the middle, the middle part eyes and ears and mouth <laughs> okay next question and then the last thing is also not a question. It's another like anecdote in response to our childhood stories episode. Uh, and this person said, teenage target dates rarely end well. Long story short, eighth grade, first date, immediately uncomfortable, pulled the whole, oh my God, my mom is calling me, gotta go. And that was that. Except this person Facebook messaged me seven and ten years later. We weren't <gasps> even friends. And then they literally sent us, like, a screenshot of receipts with, like, timestamps. Oh, fuck. Did that happen during a retrograde or what? I don't know. But honestly, um, please read. Taylor, I love you because they said, do you have any interest in me in 2014? And Taylor just says no. Amazing. (laughs) And then they were like, straight to it. Okay, no need to be V rude. (laughs) <laughs> and then like i don't see a timestamp for the other one but then Oof. it's just like later on they're like hey how are well, they you they said seven and then <laughs> ten years so probably like three years yeah, later Yeah, so then like three years later they're like hey how are you <laughs> oh, oh oh my god <laughs> oh, i love man. this 
At least they didn't try to sell you unique products. Oh, they said the first date took place in 2007, 2008. The last message was sent in 2018. Holy <laughs> fuck. I'm trying to remember, like, I did I did have, like, that one date that I went on in middle school that was, like, a grocery store date. And I know that we had Java Chip Frappuccinos. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where he is now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I will say his name was Chip. Really? His name was Chip. Wow. And we had Java Chip Frappuccinos. That On is a brand. true was story. Was that Chip's decision? I don't know. It was probably mine. I was like obsessed with those. Yeah. Wow. At the top. You would be. You would be. Don't say that. Well. Don't ever that, say that. <laughs> we're gonna not quote PLL. We're gonna go. Hey, what were you just watching? What? That uh principal sprocket or whatever was in it gray's anatomy gray's anatomy episode. principal <laughs> hackett principal sprocket was in it <laughs> wow it all comes back to pll guys you thought we were gonna get through one episode without talking about it you were wrong we're not watching the spinoff though but i'm catching like the buzzfeed updates of like how they're tying it in rachel to- ruins every show we watch with buzzfeed <laughs> just saying it you get the only the shows we don't care about you look at these like what's good on tv this week and then you what get spoiled. moments in tv were really good and yeah like and then you get spoiled the also oh my god this is us holy shit i don't want to give anything away but what a ride y'all like what we watched we ride. watched that like on the same day or like the day before we finished the walking dead game and we were like wow two stories that really fucking threw us and we did not see that coming yeah it really got wow. me i loved it uh Love can't show. wait for septemberino Okay, now for real, we're and going. And with that, we gotta go. Um, uh, <laughs> we love y'all, and we will see you absolutely next week. <laughs> yes. Bye. All right. Bye. Very far away, clonk. All right, buckle up, bencherines, because we're we, gonna lift your spirits. We got some wholesome ass bench time this week. Honestly, it's pretty creative. I'm not gonna lie. It's taking it outside the box, just full on giving back to the people, giving love. This is, um, I'm just going to cut you off. Yeah, um, please do. Uh, this is what positive adjective describes you. And you know what? These are not limited to each person. These all describe all of you. Yes, they wow. really do. And I hope that you guys start adopting these positive. Posi vibes. Yes. This is affirmation times with Cronchel. Yes. Um, I hope <laughs> that you adopt these and use them in your life. On other people. Spread it around. Yes. So we're starting off with Courtney, who is courageous. Sarah Booth is boundless. I like that one a lot. <laughs> M. Corbeil is coherent. It's <laughs> a good one. Angelica Fleas is fearless. Gabby Kreutzian is gentle. Maddie Davis is dashing. Amy Fowler is ambitious. Julia Shermer is shrewd. Sarah and Paul are splendid. Allie Chandler is cheerful. Jess Monagle is modern. <laughs> Taylor Sutton is talented. Amy Ray is receptive. Joanna Tartaglini is transcendent. Lauren Niaz is nice. Kim Vandersloos is vivacious. Hannah Patelis is peaceful. Kimberly Proza is productive. Teague Phillips is faithful. Brooke Renee is bright. Savannah Plissier is plucky. I just like that. <laughs> Chantal Piat is punctual. Grandma is good. That's good, Grandma. You. <laughs> Sophie Yarmillo is self-assured. Chelsea Grundy is glorious. Michelle Cox is confident. You really choked that out. Yeah. Rebecca Mack is responsible. Gwen Stowe is stimulating. Kat Schultz is steadfast. Jason Gonzalez is gorgeous. Jess Adams is agreeable. 
Daisy Blossom Dottie is dynamic. Sonny Vazbrun is brave. Juanita Takara is calm. Liz Holbrook is hilarious. Chloe Ireland is cultured. Caitlin Whalen is just wonderful. Vlynn is vigorous. Mackenzie Knight is knowledgeable. And Rachel Evans is exuberant. God bless. And the rest of y'all are one of my favorite adjectives, which is unctuous. <laughs> We've got Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. I hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you all know how plucky and tasty you guys are. <laughs> Plucky's so weird. What does plucky mean? Alexa, what does plucky mean? The adjective plucky is usually defined as having or showing pluck or courage, brave. Ah. Ah. I love when plucky means having pluck. Yeah, wow. Sick. That really helps. <laughs> Just pluck me up. Um, all right. Wow. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.